and to, you know what I'm saying, just make sure we execute. How big is that news? Is that Ben Waldridge is cleared to is cleared to practice? Oh, yeah, that's great news. Yeah, that's uh, real great news. He brings another energy to the team that nobody else can really bring. So, yeah, we're glad to have him. All right, 100% so, clear. so what were you good at uh, when you got into college, and, and what have you improved on? Oh, I was uh, coming into college, I was already pretty good at, like, running routes and things like that, playing receiver in high school. But uh, improvement, I've definitely improved on my weight standpoint and my blocking aspect, being able to, move people a little bit further, making the holes a little bit bigger for the running backs to get through there and things like that. So definitely my blocking and gaining some weight is definitely something I've improved on. All right, so for the most part, uh, since, well, it, Hudspeth, since Mark Hudspeth was there and then uh, Billy Napier was there, this has basically been a running football team complemented yeah. by the passing game. Have yeah, you seen sure. it evolve? You know, it's easy to run when you have a couple of uh, right, NFL right, right. offensive linemen and, like, three yeah, all-conference running too. backs back there, right? Yeah, I feel like, um... <laughs> that these tight ends get ignored, and that is just wrong. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's going to be it's gonna be a good 50-50 battle because we got some good backs back there this year again. So, I feel like it could be a good uh, switch up between handing it off and then a little RPO to the tight end every night. I like that. So, I like yeah. that. I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we should do some wing T. Yeah, yeah, You know, <laughs> hand it off to the tight end. Who wants to tackle the tight end? Nobody. <laughs> uh... Uh, all right, so let's talk to Casey Osai. How did you find your way to Lafayette, Louisiana? It's it's crazy. Uh, so uh, my position coach now, Coach Scott, he was recruiting me from North Texas, and I was already talking to uh, Louisiana uh, Lafayette. But when he he got the job here, I just knew it was it was it was meant to be. So as soon as he called me and said he got the job here, I, I committed. And how have you seen, I mean, you've been through changes. How have you seen it uh, evolve uh, for yourself? It's, it's been amazing, you know, just coming here and, and then embracing their culture and them embracing my culture. It's been an amazing, amazing experience. And I thank God every day for, the, for allowing me and blessing me with this opportunity. Well, let's talk about that culture. You come from, what is it, Lagos, Nigeria. Yes, I was just talking to you about Jack Ryan. That seems to be the whole thing was, was based on what was going on there. How, how have you acclimated uh, to America? You, you moved when you were seven or eight seven or eight yeah yes, sir uh it's it's been at first it was a little bit it was a little bit weird and a little bit often but i think i've, I've embraced american culture and they've embraced me as well so it's been great acclimating uh you also played track in high school yes, sir all right what'd you do with the track team so i started track when i was like in fourth grade in fourth grade yeah there was yeah. a track team when you were in fourth yeah, grade summer track <laughs> yeah. what is that about like a, <laughs> is he doing travel track yeah. in fourth grade exactly. <laughs> texas got everything <laughs> so I, I ran the 400 and then i ran the 800 in the seventh grade and fun fact i almost made the olympics for the 800 no kidding yeah i hated it though <laughs> oh you didn't like it why not because no. it was oh it's it's, two, it's you're sprinting two laps i just that wasn't for me i only ran it because uh I got hurt early on in the season, so I couldn't really run the 400 as fast as I could. So they just like, okay, 800, just learn that. Just get your endurance up for the 400. And I ended up being quite good. And I was like, ah. This you is were too good. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, ah, this is not for me. Sprinting two laps. Yeah. How fast could you do it in? Uh, I think my fastest time was 211. But I was in the seventh grade, though. So Right, in yeah. the seventh grade. Yeah. And what's your fastest lap? What's your fastest 400 now? Uh, now? Now. Oh. What can you run now? Ooh. When I... Okay, can you run two laps to my one lap? No. What's your, what's your one lap? Not very fast. It used to be pretty fast. <laughs> it used to be pretty good. It used to be not bad. 
Uh, I don't know if I have that 800. I could do it under under a minute. I could do a lap under a minute. Oh, yeah, I can't, I can't do two laps. I don't know. You can't no. do two laps. No. <laughs> no. no, no. Could you run four laps to my two laps? Absolutely not. I, Absolutely I draw the line at 400, really. <laughs> draw the line right there. Uh, we're talking, to, we're having some fun with KC Osai uh, and uh, Neil Johnson, KC, the, the linebacker, and uh, Neil, uh, the tight end. Uh, so, again, we're talking about how, how the tight end has evolved, right? It is you're either faster than the linebacker or mm -hmm. bigger than uh, the safety, yeah. and, it, it, and it opens everything else up, right? That's it true. opens up That's the true. underneath routes for the running back. Mm -hmm. It opens up the longer routes for the, the wide receivers. And if you're dragging the linebacker with you, oh, my God, the draw play, it's wide open. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that I had to um, embrace coming in because I played receiver back in high school. So moving me to tight end was kind of like a, uh, I don't really know if I want to, uh, if I like it or not. But going into maybe my first year, second year, I seen that it was actually uh, could be a mix, a mismatch problem for uh, defenses, and I knew it would help me and my team just produce more and help the team win on Saturdays. How much weight did you have to put on when you came to school? Oh, I came in. I, and, and I can uh, help you put the weight on. I'm very good at that. <laughs> I came Taking in. the weight off is a different issue. Yeah, yeah, I came in at about 215, 220. I'm about 250 now. No kidding. Yes, sir. Uh, we just, uh, we just, what are we having, like three or four helpings of crawfish? crawfish nah, what are we, we eating? It kind of just came naturally. I don't know. Uh, my body, well. Yeah, body just growing. It came naturally because you're sitting in Lafayette, Louisiana. That's why it came naturally. How anybody could not gain weight living in Lafayette, right, Louisiana right. For, for a time. Oh, no, get a little hot out there. You're going to sweat a lot of it out there. It is, but that's the good part. That's yeah. where I, you know, I, you know. Happy medium. My mother complains, don't run outside. I'm like, it's not that hot out at 7 a.m. Just you know, settle <laughs> down. Uh, all right, talking to Casey Osai. What can the Cajuns do defensively to help out this team a little bit more in 2023? Uh, just being more clinical down in the stretch and... Uh, paying attention to the details. I feel like coaches give us plays, and we just have to go out there and execute. Because a lot of teams have some high-powered uh, offense. You know, Absolutely. Texas State is coming with G.J. Kinney. You get the, the privilege of playing a Sunbelt Conference game week two mm -hmm. out in Norfolk, Virginia. You know, ODU is, I think they may be on like a six or seven-game losing streak, but they're bringing in a high-powered offense. They're like second in the nation mm -hmm. in yards, maybe second in points right behind G.J. Kinney's offense at Incarnate Word. Um, either you're going to have to put up some points or you're going to have to slow a team down. Absolutely. We take pride in, in having to uh, face great offense offenses like that though so i think we'll, we'll we'll be great and then you get i don't know do you guys play jmu it just nah, seems like don't. these teams these teams are coming up with all these great offenses south alabama scoring yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you guys had that i, mean, I wouldn't say you had the game right that you guys went down you didn't mm -hmm. score the tying touchdown did you nah no, no was somebody else scored the tying touchdown yeah. but wildridge geez i was standing right there rolled to the right and threw it in uh to the end zone to, to tie the touchdown we mentioned Jalen wayne had a ridiculous catch you know mm. that you couldn't you couldn't do that again you know if, <laughs> yeah. if, if, it, if it was done all right so how do you guys get more as a team how do you get more consistent to where you know the last five minutes of the game you're in control you need a first down you need a field goal you need a touchdown to win the ball game right right, right. i think uh things like that comes down to like the leaders and things like that making sure um that whenever we are working out or doing practice and things like that, it is, uh, it is to our standard and things like that. Like, we'll do a workout, and at the end of the workout, we'll do some sprints knowing that everybody's tired. It's just how detailed are you going to be, how much are you going to pay attention to detail. That, uh, we do that to really simulate the end, the final stretch of the game. It's just you're already tired, they're tired. It's just who's going to execute better at that point. So I feel like things like that are really going to help us this year. 
Has it gotten really quiet in here? There used to, there was like 45 people in here <laughs> yeah, throughout the day, and all of a sudden I'm like the only one on the radio. Yeah, and I'm loud lives. enough as it is, but usually there's other people drowning me out. So it sounds, it feels like we're in a library all of a sudden. It kind of feels very odd. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, uh, Casey Osai. I mean, is this only your your straight your straight junior? Yes, sir. All right, what's it like when you were chosen to, to be Sun Belt uh, coming to the Sun Belt Media Days? How did that come about? Oh, it was amazing. Coach Dez just uh, pulled me in and told me he wanted me to represent uh, the defense, and I take a lot of pride in that because I feel like having that having being the leader of the defense, having that put on my shoulders, I need to represent every single day. And then Neil, you actually said you played. You were uh, wide receiver in high school. Did you quarterback? Yeah, my senior, senior year, I was a quarterback. How did that happen? Uh, I've actually played quarterback my whole life, and then my junior year of high school, I went out to receiver just to get out on the field and try to help the team win. I actually ended up. Being, you were the backup quarterback. Yeah, I was the backup okay. quarterback starting okay. receiver, and I actually uh, helped the team at receiver. So uh, a lot, of, I guess, a lot of the recruiters seen that, and then I just oh. started getting a lot of offers for a tight end and things like that. Why isn't there a quarterback package for you in the game? A little wildcat package? I'm trying to talk to Dez, man. He, he, Do I need to put in a good word for yes, you? Yes, please. All right, could, there's trick plays, right? Yeah, you could throw it out behind the line of scrimmage. You can throw I can it. I still throw it about 60 now. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. No one would even see that unless they're listening to this show right now, which yeah. is widely spread all across Acadiana. Yeah, for sure. I'm would they to, know that you could actually throw the football? I'm trying to get Dez to mess with it, man, but I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. Don't waste it on a team that you don't need it against. That's nah, they, okay. You don't want to practice it because then they'll be prepared for it's it. It's going to be something. a game winner. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? It needs to be against Troy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. How tough was that game or against Southern Miss or something like something that? Something like that. You know, yeah. how tough was that game against Troy last year? Because you guys were up 17 nothing. Right. Um, I thought Ben got hurt in that ball game, right. but I guess he didn't. You know, he landed awkwardly on his shoulder, but yeah. it was 17 nothing. Yeah, for sure. You that, guys cost South Alabama the championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's definitely something that we always think about. Um, we don't really talk about it too much, but it's right. always in the back of everybody's heads and things like that. Um, going back to making sure that we finish in the games, that when we do our extra sprints at the end, we're making sure that we're talking about it, like how we weren't finishing games in, uh, in the end of the season and things like this actually matter. So it makes us just lock in even more when it comes to stuff like that. All right, let's talk to Casey. Said, what do you like doing off the field? Movies. I'm a big movie guy. Movie guy. Yeah. All right. So have we? Did we see Oppenheimer? Did we see Barbie? Did I, I we saw, see saw, Mission Impossible? <laughs> I Don't saw, laugh. There's I, a lot of people who saw no, Barbie. No, no, I, I saw, wasn't one of them. I was one of them. Oh, you did see Barbie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I also saw Mission Impossible. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet though, because I was watching Barbie with my girlfriend. But soon I'll see. I, I, I'm, I like to go by myself when there's no one there. I just sit there. Six people in the theater for Mission Impossible on exactly. Friday. I went on Friday. Friday. Maybe Saturday. No, I went. I went. It was would have been Saturday. Yeah, nobody yeah. was there. That's what I needed. It's a, it was a good movie, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you like doing off the field? Um, I, I get into a couple movies or TV shows. Uh, I play my game a little bit as well though, on Sunday. What do you maybe. What do you play? Uh, my game, like my PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, I get into that a little bit. What, what, what specific game? Well, I get into Madden or like some two. Oh, you do. Yes, okay, sir. Lyndon, are you there? You hear that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lyndon is our producer. Yeah. All right. It sounded like you could take our, our producer down. Basically right. is what I heard you yapping. Hey, man, I'm always up for a challenge. <laughs> Lyndon, could you think you could take on Neil Johnson? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know. I'm real familiar with Lyndon. All right, bet. For real, for real. 
That was well played, Lyndon. Well played. All right. Uh, hey, guys, thanks so much for stopping by. Yes, really Thank appreciate it. Uh, best of luck this season. We'll Thank see you in camp in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Uh, Neil Johnson, KCO side, will be back here in about 10 minutes. It'll be the commissioner of the uh, Sun Belt. It'll be uh, Keith Gill, who had a walkout. So why don't you guys have Rapper's Delight as a walkout song? <laughs> what is that? Why don't you guys have that? Back after this, Dave Schultz live at Sun Belt Media Days on 103.3 The Goat. Goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Your safety has always been priority one at GiveMeTheVin.com. At GiveMeTheVin.com, the transaction is online and over the phone. And then we pick up the vehicle with no direct contact and provide your check indirectly. Don't risk your safety with retailers or strangers. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com, enter your VIN number and a picture or two, and get your best offer quickly and safely. Get your best bid and a check on the spot with GiveMeTheVin.com, America's best and safest car buyer. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 1033 The Goat. <laughs> Dave Schultz. Oh, that was quick. On a Tuesday afternoon uh, sports chat. Uh, okay. We will uh, set up uh, the rest of the show uh, during the next commercial break. Keith Gill is going to come on here for uh, in five minutes. So we'll take another break. But boy, I mean, how about the news today, Lyndon? Bronny James with a heart attack? Yeah, man, that's a that's a little that's a little frightening, you know. Goodness gracious! And then was there other major news? Wasn't there another major news? Did oh. Mbappe sign with the Saudis? Oh, he did. See, I, I don't know. I didn't see that. I I saw the Jimmy Graham thing. 
Oh, Jimmy Graham. I mean, can I ask a stupid question? Go ahead. Did Jimmy Graham play in the NFL the last two years? Dave, when you, okay, when I saw that, I went to his Instagram because I was like, I don't remember Jimmy Graham being on a team last year. He hadn't been on a team since 2021. And I was That's like, what, what are mean? the Saints doing? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they're pushing. Uh, He's just <sighs> been a pilot for the past couple of years. Okay. Yeah, it's great. What'd you say he's been the last couple of years? A pilot. A pilot? Yeah, he's been a pilot. Goodness gracious. All right. Let's see here. Bronny Stable outside, uh, out of ICU. That's crazy. Um, you have um, Jalen Brown signs a $300 million contract. Unreal. Uh, Brock Purdy appears to be... Um, healthy and raring to go. So that'll be interesting. So there's a ton of sports we will not uh, get to. Also, um, Saquon Barkley signed a contract. Yes, he did. A one-year deal. So, yeah, crazy. Um, so there's been a lot of news going on. All right, so we have a bunch of interviews still to get to from Sunbelt Media Days. We have Keith Gill coming up here. In a few minutes, we'll take uh, another time out now so we can go a little bit uh, later with him. Uh, to talk to him, uh, but we still have, I mean, all of the other West coaches that didn't join us on. We got Butch Jones from Arkansas State, Justin Parks, and Malik Straker. We have uh, ULM's Terry Bowden. We have Texas State's G.J. Kinney and their players, Nash Jones and Tori Spears. Um, and so we have plenty uh, to do here um, remaining. Uh, at, and Terry Bowden, ULM's Terry Bowden. So plenty to do here. Stay uh, with us. Uh, you are listening to a special edition of a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. We are live at the Sunbelt Media Days in New Orleans. Uh, we are powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. Let's take a time out, Lyndon. We'll be back with the commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference. He is Keith Gill, walk-up song, Rapper's Delight on 103.3 The Goat. Goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm gonna get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 1033 The Goat. Delivery's at the door. Can someone please unlock? It's been an eventful afternoon with a spike in bookings at Claudia's event space. We'd love to host Mermaid Fest. She was already planning on having more event planners on hand. 500? That's a lot of tales. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in a booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. 
Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. In the jungle, the It just isn't the same without the lion. Join the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance today. Visit sdzwa.org. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Well, all right. Dave Schultz, back at Sunbelt Media Days. Not only did the Sunbelt have uh, the coolest of the, uh, the all of the commissioners with his Rapper's Delight walk-up <laughs> song. I used to roller skate to that song. Oh, did you so really? I used to roller skate to that song, yes. Uh, at Empire Skates on Venonary Boulevard. World's uh, best album cover with the corner, colored cornucopia. Yes, the whole thing was great. Blue. Wonder why they didn't have like a second hit or anything along those lines. Uh, also, he's very stealthy. Said he was coming in in five minutes. I went around to see him. He wasn't there. He's sitting at the table when I come back. I didn't even see him sitting at the table. Uh, congratulations on, on, on a great day. I mean, I, I counted. I could be wrong. Uh, I counted 13 radio stations or podcasts for a 14-team league that ranges from West Virginia to Texas. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're up maybe like 10% over last year, so it continues to keep growing. Really excited about the momentum, and certainly thank you for your support and your coverage because that, that's what helps us grow. I appreciate that. All right, what was the main message that you wanted to send to everybody at Sunbelt Media Days today? You know, really the whole rising theme. We've got great momentum. We've got really good things going on here in the Sunbelt Conference that you can think about in terms of just think about last year in terms of from a football standpoint, the wins we've had. Most bowl teams we've ever had, nine teams with six wins or more, big upsets, ESPN College game day. 
But I still think the best is yet to come. You know, I think this year is going to be terrific. Um, it's an opportunity for us to go to New Year's Six. Um, CFP expansion is coming. We want to be a regular participant in the expanded college football playoff. So I do think, you know, good things are happening in the Sun Belt, but our best days are ahead. I would say my personal pick for the New Year's Six staple would be South Alabama. That's who I think has the chance to go based on who they have returning, yeah. their quarterback, uh, most of their assistants, and most of their players compared to, some may say, a Coastal or App or Marshall or Troy. Because South Alabama is playing at Tulane and at Oklahoma State, they're going to have a shot to beat those teams. And then the way the rankings work, if they don't lose again and everybody else is beating everybody else, they just move up. Yeah, no, well, I mean, they're bringing back 20 of 22 starters. That's right. You know, on a team that won 10 games. So, and, um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that they've got a great team. They've got a great opportunity there. I think a lot of momentum, that game at Tulane is going to be huge, and especially because it's on the road. So, if they can win that game on the road, that's going to put them in a really nice, nice spot. Um, but they also have a tough game. You know, they got to go to JMU. They got to play the entire West west um schedule so um so there's a lot of obstacles between here and there but they certainly have the personnel um to be in that championship game at the beginning first week in december we're talking to keith gill the commissioner of the sunbelt you came out with a walk-up song um not only did you come up with it rapper's delight from the sugar hill game you explained why how did you come up with that idea because again we got commissioners out there complaining that student athletes are athletes and not employees other commissioners are not announcing media days because uh, or media uh, deals because they want to concentrate on football although there's no football being played you're coming up with a walkout song that is rapper's delight that's why you're the coolest of all of the college com all of the conference commissioners at we, least in my book well you're very kind i'm i'm, I'm trying so that was a song just from my childhood my brother um played that song all the time and i just enjoy i just loved it you know we always were dancing around our house with the sugar hill gang until the record got scratched and we right. couldn't really use it anymore. <laughs> right, right, right um but um but yeah just a lot of childhood memories a lot of funk and you know we all love curtis blow and kind of that's where it came from and the lyrics are unbelievable you know yes, when they, they are. start um talking about when he went to his friend's house to eat and i, I mean right. I, I just think that's with like mashed potatoes <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just think those are those are classic lyrics that that we just had a lot of fun with when i was growing up talking to keith gill sunbelt uh, commissioner there uh, i think you did have one question up there uh from the zoom about the the texas state facilities and and the cajuns are trying to work on that apparently the cajuns are very close to announcing whatever they're going to announce for their stadium because i mean troy south alabama uh the raging cajuns outside the football stadium raging cajuns facilities are as good as any group of five school anywhere yeah no exactly they've got great facilities so and certainly their stadium um i know that they're planning to do some remodeling and looking forward to when that's going to um, be announced and, um, and that'll be the last piece of the puzzle for football because their operations their football operations are second to none in terms of their indoor and where their um, their weight room their locker room and all those kind of things so when they um, I mean when you hear like I, I remember when I first got to Lafayette and this is a decade ago Florida didn't have an indoor facility they didn't need an indoor facility because they were winning championships anyways right. all right then Miami Miami built an indoor facility and it was like 70 yards. <laughs> you know, real estate may cost a little bit more down in Coral Gables, and so they maybe couldn't finish it or they ran out of money, but, it, you know, kind of tough to practice <laughs> when it's, it needs to be, you know, 120 yards. Right. There's 70 yards. So when you hear that and some of the, you know, 
when I got to Lafayette, they already had an indoor facility, South right. Alabama. I call that an indoorish facility because it's not quite <laughs> all indoors, but it's still it's still much better when you're in there yeah. um, for the cold and and mostly the heat in South Alabama. So when you when you see that some of the group of five facilities are better or they come first than the, than the Power 5 facilities, that, that's amazing. Yeah, I think the investment is um, is something that really has set this league apart. You know, our schools love football. They want to win at football. Our fans want investment in football. And our schools have really stepped up. So it's uh, um, it really is a tribute to our, you know, leadership from our presidents and chancellors and our athletic directors that, you know, they're going to make sure that they have facilities uh, that are second to none that allow our students to compete. And so that's been a good thing for us. I think it's why we have uh, been able to ascend to the position that we've kind of um, kind of gotten to um, from a football standpoint. And it's what is going to keep us there, is continuing to vest, not take our foot off the gas, and keep focusing on, on winning football games. And uh, we've got great tradition, and our, and our folks really care, and I think that that's going to carry us over the top. He is Keith Gill, commissioner of uh, the Sun Belt. All right, you were asked this. You sure you're expected to ask uh, be, uh, about expansion. Do you have to be proactive or do you have to react to what other people are doing because we are a group of five conference? You know, I think right now we're reactive, and it's not because we have to. It's because that's what we'll choose to do. We're in a really good spot. You know, we've got 14 teams. We're built on a foundation of kind of regional rivalries that, you know, is relatively unique in terms of the folks that we're competing against. And so I think we feel really good about our membership and where we are, you know. And, and so and there's we're not really that interested in, in expanding and growing. Obviously, if there's some great opportunities out there, we won't turn those down. And, um, and that's why I say that we're reactive, you know. So we're monitoring. We're making sure that we're not going to be caught off guard. But at the same time, you know, we feel really good about our membership and, and, and who's a member of the conference right now. Has there been any issues when it comes to, you know, the non-revenue sports having to play teams that are not in the neighborhood? So you know, not so much. We play mostly divisional and right. in all our sports, um, really in all our sports, even football. So, so most of the time, you're playing teams, you know, kind of in your neighborhood, which really is nice and, and really helpful. Well, and it's cost effective. Is most most important. Right? It is cost effective, right. Right. but it's also fan friendly. You know, yes. and right. it also you know helps us build interest because it's people. You know, South Alabama playing Southern Miss makes sense. Right, it's close. South Alabama playing Troy makes sense. South Alabama playing Louisiana makes sense. It's really easy to get to those games. It's um, And they're games that your fans are interested in, teams that they're aware of. So I think it's good from a competitive standpoint. Obviously, it's good economically, but I think it's fan-friendly, and I think it's competitive. Friendly. But it's, it's, it's not so much the football. It's the... Uh, and in, in some belt, it's not even softball, right, or basketball. It is, it's, you know, volleyball going from, you know, Lafayette to Huntington or something along those lines, right. how often yeah. that happens. That, yeah. That's the one issue. And I guess that doesn't happen very often. Not so much. You right. know, I bet, the, I bet the ratio is probably, it's, it's, it's probably like 75% in your division, 25% okay. out, something like that. Right. You know, and, um, and so, which makes sense because we are a conference and we want to make sure we see everyone over a certain period of time. You know, in football, we set the stagger so every four years you see all the teams outside of your conference, which I think is really important. So I think it's a good blend of, you know, playing folks kind of right there in your division, in your neighborhood, so to speak, and also getting out and playing folks in the other division as well. All right, explain to fans what is the media deal right now, and how, if it was up to you, how could you improve it? Yeah, you know, so... Um, if it was the Keith Gill network yeah you know i think i actually really like where we are from a media standpoint you know we just announced um you know 
that our championship game is either going to be on ESPN or ABC. So that's a good thing. That's an improvement. Um, we continue to get more um, NFL Network games, you know, which ESPN has helped us with. Um, and so, you know, they've announced three weeks of NFL game, NFL Network games so far, and we've got two of those two of those three weeks, which I think is, is really outstanding. So um, we continue to have a bigger linear footprint. You know, we've invested in our studio kind of um, in the Superdome, which has allowed us, we produce over 100 events out of the Superdome mm. um, that, that we put on ESPN+. Plus. You know, this year we've started um, requiring softball games. So this will be the first year we require um, a minimum number of soft game, softball games to be produced. Um, for streaming. So we're continuing to grow the amount of offerings for our fans. I think it's really helpful in that regard. And um, and so I feel pretty good about where we are. I don't know exactly what I would change. I'm uh, talking to Keith Gill on a Tuesday afternoon. Sports Chat 103.3, the GOAT Commissioner of the Sun Belt. We're all powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance Division of Hub International. Uh, very difficult question because there is, you know, things. Well, I'll ask, I'll ask you the same thing I asked Greg Sankey. How was the job different from when you took it over? Yeah, well, well, you know, I think COVID has really changed kind of everything. I mean, I, I just feel like that time was just so difficult, you know. And um, and I actually think one of the things that's interesting is before COVID, no one would ever think about canceling a game for anything other than weather. Right. After COVID, you know, people are a little more, you know, trying to cancel games when like, the environment isn't as favorable as they would like it to be. So I, I think that there's a mentality in that regard, and I think that that's just made some things hard. Um, I just think the national landscape is just moving so fast and furiously. It never moved at this pace where you've got name, image, and likeness coming at you, all the gambling stuff coming at you, the transfer portal coming at you. I just think that, um, you know, that it's just in a... There's just so much disruption in the environment. I never remember it being this much disruption at this quick a pace. Mm. And, um, and I think it makes it um, really challenging because there's just too many things coming at you. So, the, so, okay, so then how did you see the job when you took it? And what has changed since? Yeah, so I, I think one of the things that I think has changed in the positive is I really like where we are as a conference. So I just think... You know, I don't know that there was as much excitement from our membership relative to kind of who we are as a conference as there is now. And and that's been a huge change, you know. And I think obviously adding the four schools helped, you know. And um, and so, but it's been more important. I think, you know, more people are kind of connected to being in the Sun Belt, want to be in the Sun Belt. And, um, and so I feel like we've been able to get our story out there and, and, and get value kind of in, in that space. Um, I do think there's more of a national federal kind of component you know i mean i don't think that you know we thought a whole lot about congressional intervention and those kind of things when i first took this job and now that's going to be a really important part of the enterprise and our success that we'll be you know working hard to kind of see see it through so i think those are a few of the changes that i've seen certainly since 2019 when i've come believe it or not this is my fifth media mm. you know i mean we didn't have one in COVID, but right. you know so right. it's really four but over five this is my fifth fifth football season so which is amazing what is the rationale and the reasoning behind uh the limitations to new members to fbs why can't jmu win the conference and uh go bowling i get the idea that you don't want them to win the conference if they can't go bowling so that you know if they go undefeated and can't represent the sunbelt in the new year six obviously that's a reason that the sunbelt can't have them do so so i understand your rationale but what is the rationale from if we move up to a harder level of play they can't win the, the conference. 
Yeah, you know, from an NCAA standpoint, so to be honest with you, I don't know that I know all the history. I don't of, know any of, of it. Of, right. of the rule. I think at the end of the day, I'm assuming that, you know, some folks in the NCAA, instead of evaluating each of the schools on an individual basis, because when you look at JMU, they clearly are ready uh, sure. for FBS competition. So it's not really a question of if they're ready or not. I think those rules are in place really just to keep people out, you know, and I think that the NCAA is just uh, kind of maintained okay. in, in that regard, All right. you know, so that you don't have a big run on the membership. And I feel like, you know, a school like JMU certainly should be evaluated differently, which which right. would allow right. them because they clearly are ready and um, and and certainly more ready than probably some FBS schools. To be honest with you, right. some schools are already in FBS, and um, and so and so I think that, yeah, that's that's been a challenge. So all right, let's wrap up things with here with uh, Keith Gill, commissioner of the Sun Belt Conference on a Tuesday afternoon. Sports Chat 103.3 The Go. When do you determine what games you're traveling to? So usually. Um, Back in March, so when the schedule's released, that's right. usually when I build build my schedule. Okay. So, so I, I certainly know that I will be at the South Alabama Tulane. I game. presume you were coming to that one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll be there. I'll start actually. I'll be at um, Georgia State, Rhode Island, which okay. is Thursday before. Right. And then I'll be at the South Alabama Tulane game. You know that Saturday, at least to start the year. So. I'm really excited. Then in week two, I'll be at JMU UVA. So JMU's playing at UVA, and then I'll go to Louisiana at Old Dominion because I could get to both of those games. Oh, there you you go in the same day. JMU that was the game that was supposed to be played last year. Unfortunately, the Virginia JMU game couldn't be played because of the uh, tragedy. Well, that was coastal, but yes. It was, oh, it was Coastal. It was coastal, coastal to Virginia. Okay. Yeah, right. Coastal oh, Virginia right. that didn't right. get played. But, yeah. Um, all right, one more question. What was it like being on the NCAA tournament committee? Oh, it's great. I, I really mean, you got some it. of the best seats. We kept on seeing you during, like, every time out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I really enjoy it. You know, um, certainly it's a way to give back. And, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 it's one of the best, you know, postseason events in all sports. Right. You know, it's all game sevens, and uh, it's so exciting. So being able to give back to the business, you know, being a part of it and watching some hoops games and, and being a part of picking the teams has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. He's Keith Gill. He's the coolest commissioner in college sports, uh, commissioner of the Sun Belt. Thanks very much for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having the me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. Appreciate all right. it. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll be back after this. Uh, I think we're going to play some Terry Bowden from ULM on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to lofton.jobs. That's lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs. Do you have heart failure and often hear? Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. 
I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. Well, we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 1033 The Goat. We are in New Orleans at Sunbelt Media Days, brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance. A hub of a division of Hub International. We're here with ULM head coach Terry Bowden. Coach, you guys were headed in the right direction. You were competitive last year. You had your quarterback, and then he went in the transfer portal. How much does it kind of break your heart? Because I kind of like to see a Chandler Rogers. He's really good. South Alabama had all kinds of issues trying to slow him down, uh, and then he, he moved on. I mean that that that's what's happening. I mean he went and he ended up going to a, a group of five school closer to his home, and that's just what he chose to do. That just opened up the door for Jire Wright, who was in competition to start with him last year, uh, cracked a rib versus Texas, and never really got back in the hunt. Uh, I don't like to lose guys to the portal, but uh, but I, but I, I think we can get players equal to or better than um, quarterbacks. I just don't like to go through them quite so often. But I like the quarterback we got. I like the I mean Hunter Herring transferred from Lafayette, uh, who is from Monroe, and uh, is six four and a half two fifteen is a is a nice little addition with competition. But I think you've got to embrace the. Uh, the portal and you've got to accept the fact that it is what it is and make sure you'd get out of it what it gets out of you uh, or even more and I think that's the one thing we've committed to doing at, at ULM we're going to we're, we're going to just accept that guys are going to leave and we're going to get more out of it than what got out of us just to let you know Jaya Wright was in the gym before 6 a.m. this morning just to let you know I know that you know Jaya Wright and, and I use the example of Stetson Bennett from Georgia not that they're anywhere physically like each other but his journey was incredible i mean walked on nobody offered him walks on a georgia there for first year he ain't got no way he's gonna beat out those two guys he transfers to a junior college goes there one year and then 
He wants to go to Georgia again. They don't offer him Lafayette, maybe. And finally, on the very last day, he gets offered and sits the bench three years. And that, that fifth year, the guy gets hurt. He plays, wins a championship, and wins another one. And who would have thought? But he, but like Jaya Wright, he was never quit, never gave up, stayed focused, stayed believing. And uh, and if he can, and who would have picked Stetson Bennett to be the top guy <laughs> in the dadgum uh, 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 country leading this team to a championship? And Jaya Wright, we know we're not trying to win the SEC championship, but we're we're trying to build a program. And I like I like his stick to itiveness. How much is it easy? How easy? It, I'll try that again. How much easier is it for you knowing you got a guy heading into the fall camp? He's the number one guy. Uh, Whereas a lot of these other coaches are like, we got a competition, we're going to let it play out. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm not, I've done that before, too. And I'm not saying, and I don't think I want to tell my backup, hey, it's over with because we got 30 days. Who comes ready to play? I'm just saying this guy's paid his dues. He's number one. He came out of spring number one. And uh, and we don't have some transfer coming in that we don't know about right now. So I think I think that's probably going to be the way it is because I don't have the work habits of Jaya Wright. Uh, and then we'll let it transpire to there. But he, he the only thing he doesn't have, he hasn't been able to get in games and prove that he could be the starter quarterback. And and really the, that that that's the biggest thing you got to do: go in there and show you can lead and and uh, run the offense and and lead us to victory. You can always tell the backup quarterback the Stetson Bennett story. No, what? No, the bill. Oh, what is that? You can always oh, use the oh, Stetson no. Bennett story. Oh, I, be ready. I just happened to be reading that the other day. I, I, I knew he was kind of a not your NFL looking kind of guy, but I didn't realize how much he had to get through to get to where he got and how many times. I mean, every time they played him, every year that somebody beat him out, they didn't believe in him. Even the year that he won the first championship, they didn't believe in him to be the starter until the starter got hurt. And then he, uh, and then he took it all. Then he, then he, then he took off with it. So, again, if it happened to him, that's, I just use that for all my players. Don't ever give up on yourself. Don't accept someone else's expectations of you. Don't let that lower your own expectations of yourself. We're talking to Terry Bowden uh, on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. We're at uh, Sunbelt Media Days in New Orleans, all powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Anderson Insurance, a division of Hub International. All right, where where do you think you guys have improved the most heading in 2023? I, I want to say overall defense. We've brought in a lot of people. Vic Coning has been very successful as a defensive coordinator. Uh, I don't expect him to settle for anything less than the, the type of teams he's put together on that side of the ball. So we got a lot of new faces there uh, and a lot of more length, speed, quickness. Uh, and so I think that's where we need to see the best improvement. I'm just old school enough to, yeah, we want to score a lot of points and we want to be fancy, but you're going to win with defense week in and week out. Your quarterback may not be throwing strikes. Uh, a lot of things could maybe a rainy, windy day. Defense has always got to show up, and I think that's the first thing we've got to do to give ourselves a chance to get over the top. Offensively, more big plays. Just more big plays got to happen. Well, it seemed that that was very good last year defensively. Marshall was very competitive out in the East, not necessarily the most explosive offense. Troy is not going to be mistaken for the Los Angeles Rams anytime soon. And so those two teams won with defense, although a lot of teams, JMU, puts up a lot of points on the board. South Alabama puts a lot of points on the board. Can you stop them, or do you just have to slow them down a little bit? Well, let me say this. I, I, today's game, you better score points. You, you, defense is where it begins uh, because of weather and things that can happen. But you better be good on both sides of the ball. And you, if you want to just go out there, I mean, Troy was fabulous in what they did. They had a great veteran defense. In fact, Vic Coning brought a lot of those people within at Troy that stayed there and didn't jump in the portal. And they won games by playing great defense. But I think if you're going to win year in and year out, 
there are days you got to outscore people. And, and just like JMU might play a little better defense and have a better chance, you got to be good on both sides of football. I don't, I don't, I don't expect us to get where we want to go without putting points on the board on offense as well as playing good defense. All right, ULM brings in a new AD, John Hartwell from uh, Utah State. Uh, I know him a little bit. He's from a Mobile. Are you breaking him in? Because usually it's the other way around. No, you know, John and I, our, our backgrounds are, 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 are deep. And uh, he's from Alabama, but he was also an AD at Troy, uh, AD, assistant AD for years at Ole Miss. He knows Southern football. You did a great job at Utah State. I, we, beat, what did we beat them when I was at Akron, but he had just come in. He was just new to the job there, and we upset them and won the, the potato bowl and, uh, <laughs> and the Boise great potato bowl. Um, but, no, I think he's, he's a veteran. I think he understands the, the Sun Belt. And I think it was a feather in the cap of our administration to be able to track John because I can't do it alone. We have the smallest school in Division One and the smallest budget that goes with that, and we're going to need some help uh, in helping us build facilities and do things like that. I mean, do you guys have the hardest – you may have the hardest job in Division One football. You know what? I, 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 I kind of took it for that reason. I, I'm 67. I got one more job in me. I'm not, I don't have a resume anymore. I'm not looking to – I did that most of my life. Uh, but I – but I want to be able to help turn a program around that had not won. I don't, you know, <laughs> if it's going to be one, it might as well be uh, ULM. But I, but I do feel that that knowing what it takes to turn a program around, whether it be at Sanford or Auburn, was Auburn had two straight losing seasons and three years of loss to Alabama when we won 20 straight, and and Akron was in the same thing as we are. But uh, but uh, but it is a very tough one. You got to do things right. I just think that that I've made enough mistakes in my life that if I don't make the same one twice. Then I then I got a chance, and so I, I I've made I don't have many of them that I haven't made before. So, I, but I do think that we can do things right and be successful uh, in in having a winning season, getting to a bowl, and when I say competing for the conference championship, be in the West and be in a position to compete for that that championship game. And then the the thing that Hartwell did, you know, in a couple of months' time, he got something that said nobody, so people said couldn't be done. You got a home and home with Louisiana Tech. That's right. We got Louisiana Tech, uh, and uh, now I'm going to press. I think it's thirty. I don't know if I'm going to pull that off. <laughs> I don't know if I want to pull that off. But that's that that should never have. They're twenty miles away, thirty miles away. Uh, they've not wanted to play us because it did them no good. They felt, but you can't. This day of not having enough attendance and needed morale, you can't not play a team twenty miles away. When I was at Akron, our Kent State was our rival. The stadiums were eleven miles apart. If you've ever played Wachita Baptist and Henderson, have you ever seen those two? <laughs> Their stadiums are on the other side of the road. I can be in the press box at Wachita Baptist and watch the game at Henderson State. Now that's what I call a rivalry. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up here with Terry Bowden, head coach of ULM. Give me a player that, you know, surprised you in spring and heading into the fall. Give me somebody who you're like, wow, this kid can play. we got to find him time on the field. All right, uh, Michael Batten was a, walk, was, a, was a quarterback in junior college out of Texas. Uh, we signed him as a, maybe a outside linebacker. We moved to the middle linebacker, about 205 pounds, but he's 217. And uh, he is a he is he's got it. My dad just said, "Does a player have it?" Well, what is it? I don't know what it is, but when right. they got it, you know it. Right. And he can make plays, and he's a special guy. And I think you're going to see a guy that's only about 217 pounds 
playing middle linebacker that can really make a lot of plays in this conference. Well, it feels like everyone's following the Carlton Marshall, you know, the, the idea because everyone sees him. That's you right. can't block him, and he ends up leading the NCAA in, in tackles in a career. You know what, Pete Jenkins, you may know Pete, but Pete coached me a defensive line at Auburn, but he's one of the LSU's old favorites. But mm. Pete says, Terry, if a duck can pull a truck, hit him up. So that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> He is Terry Bowden on a Tuesday afternoon. Sports chat on 103.3 The Goat, the head coach of the ULM Warhawks. Thanks, Coach. Best of luck this season. Thank you very much. All right, Dave Schultz back at uh, Sunbelt Media Days. In uh, the 5 o'clock hour, we are jam-packed uh, with interviews. We got Butch Jones from Arkansas State, then Malik Straker and Justin Parks, also from Arkansas State. We have Will Hall from Southern Miss, and then we have Jay Stanley and Cole uh, uh, Cavallo uh, as well. And if we have time, we'll get to G.J. Kinney uh, and that may be it. I don't know. Oh, and the Texas State players. We did get the Texas State players. If we don't have time for, for, uh, for the Texas State players, we will do that uh, tomorrow. We do have the entire East, and we do have to get some uh, media uh, interviews as well, which is a little bit difficult because there's no real break. They just go from team to team to team to team to team. So... There's not a little break, and again, just like last year, we are the last team uh, standing. Uh, how you feeling, Lyndon? You sounded a little, you got perked up there when you found out that Neil Johnson is a gamer. Yeah, I did. I was. It, it, it gave me a little bit of energy, but I'm, I'm feeling okay, Dave. Can't complain. All right. Uh, everything okay back at the station? Yeah, everything's running smooth over here. How about uh, how about the commissioner with a walk-up song, Sugar Hill Gang, Rappers Delight? That's pretty interesting. I wouldn't expect a commissioner to have a walk-up song, but we're getting to the point to where you know, raps universally love, and I and I'm and I'm glad to see uh, him having Sugar Hill Delight, Sugar Hill Gang rappers delight. You know that was my mom's jam back in the day. She would always right. play it in the car. Right. So I, I, I'm familiar. Well, I'm, it doesn't have to be rap, but just anybody. Ha in this case, it happens to be a very cool song, but the idea that the commissioner has a walk-up song, I think, is awesome. No, for sure. Wouldn't expect that. You don't see Goodell with a walk-up song. Well, she's got her own. I mean, she's got the whole thing. I, don't, I mean... Oh, no, I said Goodell, Roger Goodell. Oh, Roger Goodell. Goodell. Roger Goodell. I thought you meant Adele. Okay. All right. I heard that wrong. All right. You're absolutely right. What would be... You know what? That's a good question. What would be Roger Goodell's walk-up song? Shh. Oof. Yeah, some people would say some mean things. <laughs> you mean like the, the uh, not the Star Wars theme, but the... Yeah, the, the Empire's theme. Empire theme, right? <laughs> Let's see where I can find it. He's Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the one that came to your mind? That's, what, that's exactly what I thought of. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You just play, you just hear Goodell walking up to this. That's it. <laughs> 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 that's exactly it that's exactly it also we did get a little bit of news like ben wolders is ready to go yeah didn't expect to hear that but you said you were going to ask him and he answered honestly i he did answered i, I wasn't sure we were going to get one i wasn't going to ask him who the starting quarterback was because it figured all it all depends on ben wolders health and he says wolders is ready to go so mm-hmm it's, it, it would appear that he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Raging Cajuns come September 2nd, right? That's what I would assume. Yeah, it looks that way. All right, and what we got? Jaya Wright for ULM. We got Gunnar Watson for Troy. You got Carter Bradley 
for South Alabama, Texas State. I couldn't get a read. That'll be interesting, you know, because it would have to be that to me it would have to be T.J. Finley would have to be, I'm not exponentially better, but discernibly better than Malik Hornsby. Where are we on the line? It's official. Avery is producing Main Street Music Days. We need to be ready. We're going to have a lot. My bad. Okay. All right, jump the gun there a little bit. All right, again, in the in the we still have a bunch of interviews to get to. We got Arkansas State, and we got Will Hall, and we got a Southern Miss in the five o'clock hour. We did the players together because they were only about five or six minutes each interview, so we combined the two interviews. So don't go to break too soon there, uh, Lyndon. Got you. When it's the players, but we got Arkansas State and Southern Miss, and we'll still have a Texas State that we may end up playing. Uh, tomorrow. All right. Is that the music? No, no. I, I was trying to fix something in it. My okay. finger slipped. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So, I mean, whew, again, just sitting here. By the way, I didn't get tired uh, until about 4.30. Maybe it was closer to the... Well, maybe it was right before the show. I did an interview, and I sat down, and I took a little bit, and I did, I did a bunch of squats this morning. was part of the exercise routine. So then all of a sudden, I was like, ooh, we're a little sore. We're a little sore in the quads, or in the hamstrings. A little sore in the hamstrings. All right. We're going to put up that uh, Keith, Keith Gill is the coolest college commissioner in America here uh, momentarily. We'll see if YouTube lets me, <laughs> lets me get away with it. We'll see how long that lasts, because we did put Rapper's Delight on underneath. Oh, yeah, that's not going to last long, but you might not be monetized. Uh, we, oh, well, yeah. it's on... It's on the station's sun belt. Uh, I'm putting it on the station. Should I not put it on the station? I could put it on my own. If you put it on your own and you're not monetized, it'll stay up. They won't. Is the station monetized? I don't. How many followers does it have? 1,100. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do that. It's going to okay. get flagged. Okay. We'll do it as mine. All right. Uh, when we come back, we got Butch Jones of Arkansas State hopping on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. We are live from Sunbelt Media Days on 103.3 The Goat. Where are we on the line? It's official. Avery is producing Main Street Music Days. We need to be ready. We're going to have lots of people. What's the status on the new sound engineer? They need an audio technician to keep things level from sound checks to encores. Make sure audio from one stage does not compete with another. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates. And you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Doug. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize your car insurance to save hundreds. Here's what those savings sound like in dollar bills. Here's what it sounds like in quarters. And here's what that sounds like in cryptocurrency. A thing I totally understand. One, zero, one, zero. I am money. Cha-ching. Beep, boop, dollar sign. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get in zone, AutoZone. AutoZone is more than a parts store. It's where we help you solve problems like, Sorry I'm late, my battery died. And... I need a jump again. At America's number one battery destination, you can find the right battery at the right price with options starting at only $89.99. And we offer free battery testing and charging whenever you need it. Get the parts and help you need to get the job done right at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. 
Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one.